So last time on Fate Rest, take it away, guys. <laughs> uh, everything happened. If I do this from Yulby's perspective, everything happened and we're moving forward. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> that is very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> we have stumbled upon a case of some missing children who were evidently yes. taken by a cult uh, that specifically targets young women um, and they all had all or almost all had this curious feature about their eyes uh, so we've been following the leads to try to find them and we found ourselves crossing the river over into some old ruins um, and that's where where we left off on that unless Zug has anything to add uh, I remember I remember we were you were picking Kalia was picking a bunch of uh, weirded flowers and we were just entering into the industrial area and that was it I think those, yeah. Uh, I've been talking to that really nice baker lady. Oh, yes, and the two of you visited the church for a moment as well. Yeah, I had to go tell those girls about all that problems. Zagat. Zagat. Yeah. Um, a, a member of the clergy very upset with him. Probably going to be a running yeah. theme. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say I'm surprised, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, all right. Well, my camera just. God damn it! <laughs> I don't <laughs> need to listen to your gods. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's not that was weird, but okay. So we are now in the ruins of the factory district. We are uh, all done. Uh, I'm assuming Callie rejoined the group after picking her flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, uh, do you know the count on your flowers right now? How many flowers you got right now? Imagine while they're waiting, Yulby's just kind of swinging her axe, you know, like how batters practice with their bats. <laughs> Makes sense. She's a little bit away from Zug, so she doesn't accidentally, like, take off an arm. Zug. I don't know that we specified. I think last time you said I was able to pick up, uh, how many, a total of five plus three crushed ones. Right. So I don't know how many Callie started with. She would have had, I would say, ten to start with. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and put that in my inventory so I can track it more accurately. Yes. From here on out. You will, you're going to want to keep track of that. All right. So we are headed into the ruined factory district. I want everyone to roll perception check or a history check as y'all walk through these ruins. And it's nighttime, so I don't have to roll at a disadvantage. 
History sounds like it'd be a fun one for Zug. That will be it. A 14 for you will be. Okay. With perception. 20, 20, sorry, yeah. 21 for Zug for history. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter which one Callie chose because I got in that one. Okay. <laughs> Callie is focusing on her flowers. This is what Callie is doing. It's just very thrown off by finding them here, and it's just, it's fine. All right. So just with totally the 14 it. perception, you'll notice that these buildings seem to be in a lot worse disrepair than what you were led to believe. And they're not just abandoned. They've look, they look like they were destroyed by something. What, what was your history check again? 21. 21. With your history check, you will know that these buildings predate the city itself. And that these buildings uh, seem to be what's left of the original factory district from before the calamity. From the city that was here before. So, so pre-calamity... Ah, these buildings. That's mm-hmm. that seems like a long time to leave this area empty. Something here is probably keeping people out. You you also all three know, and this is something I'll give you all for free, that these buildings are the top three to four stories of a very very large building. So you could only see three to four stories on each building. It it goes down but you can't tell because of the dirt and rock and stone Damn. um i know that i rolled super low and won't really notice anything but for the purposes of traversing this area are these roads relatively traversable like can we walk across them or is it kind of like we have to like climb difficult terrain manage our way across these roads so they're not like unmanageable they're it's essentially just like loose dirt and rocks they're kind of the paths are kind of like slightly overgrown because it's mainly kids that kind of play over here uh as you walk um you know what since you asked that give me a survival check one of y'all doesn't matter who Super great. Okay. I've got a plus same. two. Also same. It doesn't right. matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go you for You ask the question. Yeah. Your honors. Yes. That is a nine. nine. Kelly is apparently on her game today. That's fine. fine. That was more than enough. <laughs> By one. <laughs> uh, what you're going to see is this path. There seems to be a third, like a, a couple of like little kid paths where they've been playing and running around in the area there seems to be a larger path that was cleared more recently and seems to be uh lots of footprints and a movement on what looks tracks to be tracks and stuff on the the underbrush you can notice I look to Zug. Okay, so and I'm right. like, I think you're wrong. It's not keeping anybody out. Look at all. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, people are there, but why are the buildings still standing or not being used if there's nothing there keeping people out? Sure, kids can play around buildings all the time, 
I'm just gonna kind of like look around a little bit, having been entirely too distracted to really notice any of that. And just, well, we're here now, and I don't see anything trying to keep us out. I think it's an entirely different picture once we actually are inside one of the towers. She seems mildly confused with the word towers and like takes in the buildings again. You'll be staring at it. Right. Well, uh... I mean, you'll clearly see like there are windows that are half buried in the dirt, so you'd know that these aren't the these these no, aren't yeah, the whole just... building. <laughs> I was just RPing the nat one to perceive things. <laughs> she just didn't notice anything until just now. It's fine. <laughs> All right. And um, so y'all move forward on uh, which path? Right and left are child's pass, play pass. Center path would be the new, the larger path, the traversed path. Toward the light, yeah? Towards the light. Yeah. All three Looking paths kind of head that way. Just so you know. It's generally not wise to walk right into enemy clutches. So. It's a children's path. I mean, we are looking for kids, right? That'd be a good place to grab a child is on one of their play paths. Hmm. Gonna give a lead the way motion to Yolby? Invite her to go first. Ah, uh, he'll be going down the child's path. They didn't give her any clear direction about which way to go. <laughs> so, left? Yep. Alright. Well, on this left path, as you round the first corner past the building, I want a perception check from Yulby. See how that goes. Oh, that's one better from last time, so it'll be 15. <laughs> Alright. As you walk forward, you'll, you will notice that there are rustling in some of the bushes. The... They don't... doesn't seem unnatural to you, because it's probably wildlife or whatever. But uh, as you get closer to it, it gets louder. Are these like large bushes or small bushes? They're like little shrubs. Like ferns and stuff like that. Underbrush. Um, since Yulby's carrying around her battle axe in one arm, she'll just kind of like twirl it and then like do the motion where you point with the weapon towards the bush. And she'll look at the other two. There's something in the bush. Could be an animal. Don't know. I'm trying to do a small think. <laughs> I, I just had a... My, my inner 14-year-old just snickered at that. I think? No, the the comment about the... We've, we've been notified oh. about the bush. Anyway, <sighs> um... Okay. I get... Oh, jeez. I guess, uh, so if nobody acts, Zug would, uh, is there, like, a loose, like, paving stone or something right around the area that he could pick up and, like, throw? You can easily find a loose stone or whatever. So he's just gonna just chuck a stone at the, uh, 
at the bush that we're thinking wildlife or something's hiding in. Alright, roll a ranged <laughs> attack. Picks up a stone and throws it. Uh, that's a dex. That's a, that's a 19. A 19. Uh, so as you throw this stone, you'll hear a slight squeal and um, out of the bush falls a tiny little twig man. Unconscious. Can you describe what you mean by twig yes, man, please? please? So think of uh, fey creatures. You have, it's like a walking stick. He has like a mushroom cap type, top type head. And uh, he just kind of walks around. Looks like a little tiny man made of twigs. Okay, so a tiny fey creature that has a mushroom cap head. Yes. And twig body. Yes. Um, um Kelly's gonna, like... She entirely was not expecting this. And is just gonna, like, stop and blink at it several times and then look at Yulby. Like, as if Yulby was gonna have any idea about what to do about this. Do I know any stories about tiny fey creatures with the heck <laughs> roll a history check <laughs> oh goody <laughs> were there were there any of these in the forest i'm familiar with that would be a 12 yes. for you'll be you know what i want the other two roll history okay. checks too because this will be funny i mean that's what i picture in my head i just shared there uh So that is a dirty 20 for Zug. Dirty that 20 is for a, Zug. A 17 for Callie. I've retired <laughs> the other two dice. This is my dice for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so across the three of you, you all know tales of uh, the face spirits taking over, like mushroom caps and uh, fallen sproutlings and stuff like that. Twigmen are essentially guardian spirits of children. Uh, they tend to show up wherever there are children in distress. Well, uh, I suppose that's a sign that we're on the right track, isn't it? Yep. Probably and... doesn't bode well for knocking one out, though. Nope. And Yobi will go over to the little twigman to see if he's okay. <laughs> Uh, Super unconscious. Just squats down like, oh no. <laughs> we broke it. <laughs> the Faye will not be okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it will be alright. She's gonna take a little bit of, like, some rations. I don't know that Twigmen eat necessarily, but, like, giving offerings to Faye is a thing. This is true. And just kind of like go and like set up this little twigman so he's kind of comfortable leaning against the bush and like set the rations next to him. Mm-hmm. Yobi was just gonna poke him and give him one HP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you poke him and give him one HP. Yeah. He starts to stir, and um, once once uh, once he stirs and wakes up. He jumps up, standing on... Uh, did you pick him up or just poke him? I 
You just, you just poked I, him. I just poked him to be like, she's like squatting down, X, <laughs> uh, like over her shoulder, and then like a little poke, like, oh god, I broke, I broke the thing. <laughs> is is her finger still really close to him as he stands up? Yes. Jumps up. So as as, as this little guy stands up, jumps up, he looks around for a minute, uh, without looking back at the three of you. He grabs Yulby's finger and starts to tug on it to pull it forward down the path. Okay. I guess I'm doing that weird hunched over thing where you walk <laughs> with a tiny child. A crouch walk? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, uh, you're, like, you're standing up straight, right? But you're, like, bent, uh, at the bottom of your spine being dragged by a tiny thing. That's how I imagine it. Oh, that's going to be super impressive because this thing is, like, four, four to five inches tall. Uh, yeah. She's like struggling to stay standing. <laughs> and uh, this pulls forward and then it points and makes these grunting sounds. Uh, uh, it points towards the far building in the back. Past where the flickering light was. You'll be squints. Doing a big think. Uh... <laughs> So if they're pointing that way, uh, knowing what they are, I'd say they are saying that we need to go there. I see no reason not to trust it. There's plenty of reasons not to trust Faye, but I think this being a protection Faye would, is not going to do, be as bad to follow. Well, yes, I see no reason not to trust it that doesn't involve overgeneralizing the fact that it's Faye. Like, she'll, like, walk off in the direction it pointed. Yulby <laughs> will do this weird follow-waddle thing that she's doing with the little stick man, and then eventually pick him up and put him in her palm, so then they can continue walking like people. <laughs> and so, uh, as y'all walk forward, the path gets a little bit crowded with, uh, with overgrown branches and bushes and stuff like that, but you can easily push them out the way and move forward. Uh, as you reach the end of this small little uh, line of shrubbery and small trees, uh, you reach the start of the next building. And if you look immediately to your right, the flames from the light that you saw before are now clearly visible. And what looks to be um, a bunch of what are these things called? They're called twig blights and uh, vine blights. They're walking epitomes of plants. And they're, they seem to be dancing around this fire while there are uh, robed bodies of what you would assume to be the cultists of the rainbow cherry blossom. Or the, the rising sun cult. The bodies are on the ground, like dead. unconscious, dead. Yeah. At first glance, at first glance, dead or look, sleeping. Yeah, at first glance. Uh, these vine blights. Would we know if they are normally hostile? They. I'm not even gonna have you roll for that. They are indeed always hostile. Okay, so you can't approach to investigate. I'm gonna look at the twig. Where is he pointing us? He is pointing forward to the building that has no lights around it. 
in relation to the vine blights? The vine blights are to your right. He is pointing directly in front of you. Oh, one option is to sneak past. Don't know if that's going to be a valid strategy. Other option is to try to go past and hope they won't pay attention. Option three is to fight the vine blights. What do we think? I'd rather save our energy to fight whatever other trouble might come our way. Unless you think that those on the ground are the only ones that were here. I, I doubt. If, if I doubt they're the only ones here, normally cults move in large groups. She nods. So sneaking past and saving energy for now is probably the smarter option. You'll be will nod. Yeah, that's big thinking. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Out of character, that made me giggle. Big thought, do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Do we roll the sneak pass? Is that how that's working? Uh, you don't have to roll. You don't have to worry about trying to sneak pass. These, these twig blights and vine blights seem to be uh, preoccupied with what they are doing. And uh, as y'all are standing there debating this, the little twig man jumps down and begins to run towards the building in front of you. You'll be able to chase after the little guy. Kelly <laughs> will yep, follow. Hang the head and follow. Especially as she's clinkety clanking along. We're all gonna die. <laughs> all right. As you approach the far side of this building here, you will see what looks like a large section of the wall where a window used to be is been either torn down or fallen away, and it's large enough for people to walk through like a doorway. Well, it does seem that that's our uh, our entrance, doesn't it? Yep, that's that. Yep, you'll be will. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have shield. Yes, I do have a shield. Yobi will get her shield, make sure that's on proper, and then just charge in if nobody stops her. Oh. I would like to uh, hold an action Okay. to cast Ray of Frost at any hostile thing that may or may not pop out of there as soon as they realize <laughs> we're here. <laughs> Please. please. Could hold burning hands, too, yeah. so just as soon as they pop their head out, they're just they're, they're dead. Okay. Specifically if they're acting yes. hostile. Right? If someone's just looking at me, no. But if he's like running at me with a sword, that's an entirely different story. Fair point. As the three of you enter the area, I need perception checks from everyone. Cool. I've been so great at those so far. Different dice. Good number. Uh, 18 from Zug. Mm-hmm. That is a 13. 22 from Yulby. 22. Alright, since Yulby went in first, I will address hers first. As Yulby walks in, she will notice that there are embers on what looks like maybe a couple floors down. As you can see, there's like a hole in the middle of the floor. You can see embers from what looks like old flames and torches just littering the walls and stuff as you as you look down. Uh, 
the area immediately around you seems to be disturbed recently and there seems to be light smoke coming from uh, the torches and stuff uh, in the area directly in front of you. You will also notice that there are collapsed walls and uh, ceiling pieces that allow you to traverse downwards. For the other two, um, that's that's pretty much what ec the extra stuff you get is where you see the the wall essentially. That's it. Walk into an area, see a way down with extinguished flames. Is the little twig man still running? Little twig man has stopped at the top of the uh, the way down and is pointing down. I will follow the direction the twig man's pointing me. Callie will follow Yolby. <laughs> uh, Zug would follow Yolby, but make sure he's uh, minimum, like no, no, no less than twenty paces back at all times. <laughs> all right. And as Zug brings up the caboose, you will notice that the twig man does not move from his spot. He continues pointing down. That makes Zug suspicious. I don't think he has time to do this. <laughs> um, so, Callie will... Zug would... Uh, Kind of, as everybody starts moving down, he knows the, the little stick guy doesn't move. Uh, wait, one second, let me... Let's let's look ahead and make sure there's no wards or anything we're going to come across. Because he's staying up here. And I guess detect magic as a ritual, so if everybody stops, he can take the time to do his little ritual. Alright, while well, he does that... I need to have. I want both Callie and uh, Yulby to give me investigation checks on for the Twigman. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's an eight. That's about what I expected. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is a fifteen. 15 and an 8. The combined investigation there. <laughs> it's enough to give you this. This this little twig man seems to be not necessarily scared to go down. More of a it can't go down. It, it's hard stopped at a specific point. It's like It looks like it's trying to push forward but it can't. It can't go down further. And it's pointing down, looking extremely worried. On on its not face. Yes, it's got like little, <laughs> little eyes. And... I think the mushroom guys from the second um, the Maleficent movie. That, little that's mushroom not what guy. I want to think of. It's kind of what it looks like. I have no idea what they look like. I didn't watch it. I I want oh. to I, I, I want to <laughs> think of the, the little the little guys with the little like noise heads from. Uh, Princess Mononoke, because they're just the mushroom head. they're just creepy enough <laughs> that you're like, 
There's something weird here. Well, these things are supposed to be friendly, damn it. <laughs> they are friendly, but they're just a little anyway. bit creepy. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so when Callie calls out, she'll... Or not when Callie, when Zed calls out, Callie will stop and, like, wait for him. Um. Notice this thing about the little twig guy and just... She's she's equally suspicious and just waiting for the ritual to end at this point because it's like okay what what mm -hmm. is stopping him just kind of and uh, as the ritual completes you will know that there's not magic per se keeping him from going further down but that he, the magic emitting from him can't progress forward it's like it's hard stopped right there. It's like he's at the edge. So of can't something. go across because it's not earth or something like that. It's not, it's not something that Correct. touches the fey inside here. During that ten minutes, you'll be just pacing around, waiting. Like, God! <laughs> get the stop! <laughs> <laughs> just, just literally this here, just pace back and forth in the steps. <laughs> mm -hmm. so could you, could you knock think... so I could check? <laughs> <laughs> Offer a tiny little bit of ration to a little twig man. Since right. <laughs> he takes it and holds it, still trying to push forward, like he's like he's walking against a wall and and standing in place, holding this ration piece in his hands. Okay, uh, it looks like because it's not natural, maybe he cannot. The the little guardian cannot continue forward. So I guess we're on our own after this stage here. Can I pick up the twig man and try bringing him in? He's As you pick him up and try to pull him past that point, he kind of, he kind of slides off your hand and plops onto the ground. I like him. I am sad. And you'll be able to start going down the stairs or ramp now. <laughs> Kalilua will follow as she did before. As you wake your way down the stairs, you enter a room that is cut from the stone around you. This room is a rather large room and has a single door on the far end of the room. Okay, so this carved... The carved tunnel is the room? Yes. Okay. Trying to make sure it wasn't, like, leaving the room or something. Just trying to get my bearings. Um... How long did it take us to traverse these stairs? About as long as it took him to cast the detect magic. Hmm. Insult injury. So it took us about ten minutes to climb down? Yeah, about ten minutes. Darn. I was hoping his detect magic was still active. I mean... <laughs> no, no, it's, it's ten minutes, you're right. I forgot. Um, well, I suppose there's really only one direction to go. Can I look around and try to see if there's anything else in the room? I guess sort of like a search for traps sort of check. Like, are there any, like, hidden nooks and crannies or any, like, tripwires? Yeah, any... uh, that would be yeah. investigation, I believe. Yeah, investigation. Oh, that's not my best roll. She's just not on her game today. It's 11. 11. You do not believe there are any traps in this room. 
seems safe enough. Just gonna start walking toward yep. the door. <clears throat> How? What kind of handles are on the door? What kind of door? What kind of metal door am I looking at? You do not see a handle of any kind. It just looks how like a metal door sitting in a frame. How long is this room? Like, how far away is the door from the stairs? Or the, the I'd say maybe 30 to 40 feet from the, the ramp. It's a relatively large room. Okay. I would like to walk only a little bit into the room, like 10 feet or so. Okay. And then send my mage hand to go knock on the door. Just to see if there's a response. All right. Uh, as your mage hand touches the door, it slightly shimmers, starts to move a little bit, but then fades away. And your mage hand disappears. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have that, like, that look of, I don't know how to describe it, except for, like, excuse me? At, at the door, right? Like, it's just like, you, you didn't just dispel my magic. Um, mildly offended here. You'll be watching. Just gonna try it again, just to be sure. Just to be sure it, like, I don't know, wasn't like a one-time effect. So she's gonna go and send her mage hand one more time to knock on the door. As you do it this time, I want you to roll a perception. Come on, Kelly. <gasps> That's in that 20. All right. As it touches <laughs> the door... You will notice that it's that the door seems to be pulling the mage hand to it, and it seems like the magic is being pulled into the door. It lights up. The door slightly lights up, begins to move, and as the magic fades away from the mage hand, it stops. The door began to move. Yeah, it like rattles and like it's trying to open, and as the mage hand fades away, it stops. You'll be as okay. gonna, gonna turn go to the door and Sorry, go hit ahead. it. Like the big police knock, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, that whippy hand doesn't work. It obviously went away. As you hit the door, it rattles, but nothing happens. It just rattles from you hitting it. Oh, it's going a push. Love you, <laughs> I'm gonna turn to Zug and just. It seemed to have um, absorbed the magic from my hand just now. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I saw it move as if it were about to open. Perhaps giving it more magic is the key to opening it. Uh, that could be a solution, though most doors tend to open when you actually push them they might not open to a mage hand because it's not enough force behind the hand the hand wasn't trying to open it just knock but it absorbed the magic anyway while they're having that conversation you'll be just palms against the door feet dug into the ground trying to push it open Palms against the door. Mm -hmm. Alright. As you do this, 
the door begins to light up and um, uh, you well you're going to use one spell slot as it absorbs enough magic to open what god damn it <laughs> man and because she'll look at them it and looks be like, like she just pushed yeah, on it it's See, push door. <laughs> <laughs> and this door, as it opens, it opens up. Like it goes up into the wall. It's still push door. She pushed on the door. <laughs> that the big Zug would probably chuckle a little bit and shake his head. And look to uh, look to Callie and just be like, push door. Shrug and start walking towards the door. Kind of like sigh a little bit and follow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) It feels if you'll be is. Extremely proud of <laughs> I mean, Kelly was here like, hey, this looks like it's a puzzle with magic. I think we have to use magic. And Zug's like, no, just push on it. And you'll be pushes on it. And it works. <laughs> Technically, Kelly was right. But there's no way for right? us to know that. <laughs> I mean, she's oh, looking no. a little bit drained, but... Oh, that wasn't good for my dumbass to learn. <laughs> oh boy. Alright, this is how doors work now. <laughs> you push on them and they go up, and this is what you'll expect. <laughs> Alright. So everybody heads through the door. Yes. Alright, on the other side of this door. There is a relatively large hallway. Looks like it's been carved into the stone, into the dirt. Uh, and it is lit up every 15 or so feet with a torch alternating on either side of the tunnel. And it goes... You can see torches for as far as your sight can see. First area we've seen that's been lit. Uh, so what would I need to do to see how recently the torches have been lit? Or is that possible on these torches? Uh, it's not really possible. They're just the basic oil torches. They they light and burn. Can they're oil torches? Can can we see how much oil's in them to see if that gives us any clue? No, they're like the the sticks with the oil, the oil okay. soaked cloth on gotcha. the end of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, even then, those torches have a limited amount of time they can burn, right? So we at least an idea, a vague idea, very vague idea, because mm-hmm. it's like what? So torches a couple hours. I'll give you this: they run, they they can burn for about. 30 minutes to an hour. 
so recently enough. Um, gonna look over at Yulby and just... Are these lights enough to bother you? Oh no, it's just sunlight that's bothersome. Oh, well, I was gonna put them out for you, but if it's not bothering you... No, we're good. Thank you, though. Walk forward. Yulby just happily strolls along, axe on her shoulder, shield on her arm. That's all good. I imagine twirling the axe every now and then. Yep. Like a cop with a whistle. <laughs> uh, no whistling. <laughs> Maybe when they're outside walking on a path, yes, but we're, we're <laughs> deep underground. Bad idea to whistle. What happens if rocks come out of place and crushes them? Yes. Because she whistled. Yeah. Alright. You walk down this hallway here. Seem seemingly unimpeded. You don't... No, no one... Nothing pops out. Nothing happens. You come to an end of a end of the hallway there, and it opens up into a larger area. And I need all three of you to do one last perception check. Luck has run out. I gave you my luck. Yeah. Well, nope. I kept my luck. Sixteen for you'll be. <laughs> you saved us. Zug, twelve, nice. Zug rolled a natural one, which means he rolled a three. Okay. <laughs> well, you'll be will notice as you reach this larger room. There are sounds of children crying. You can't really see much else from where you're at at the end of the hallway. Can I? pinpoint which direction where the kids are being so with the role that you got you can't really pinpoint as it's kind of like echoing in this underground tunnel mm -hmm. cavern thing uh, it just seems to be in the room in front of you and it's very faint is there anything else in this room like is it like a large open space like we walk into I don't know like an arena or is it like <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean, like the visuals of it, right? Like this huge open space, so, or is it like there's lots of like stalactites and rubble and whatnot this, in the room? Or? This room, it seems to have been cleared it, it, like it was once part of another building. It seems to have been cleared out of all the dirt and rubble. And in the center of it, you'll see the faint glow. From where you're sitting at the door, you'll see the faint glow of, like it's like a rainbow glow, and it's really tiny, like a sapling growing in the center of this room. Squints. You don't, because there's no torches or anything in this room, so you can't really see anything else. Even with your dark vision. I know all of you have that. Uh, I would like to use dancing lights to light up the room. Okay. <laughs> and you cast dancing lights, and that happens. And uh, what color are your dancing lights again? I think I made them over pink. Once. I believe you did. And as you cast these flickering and dancing little balls of uh, pink light into the room, they uh, begin to light up this room. And all around it, you will see uh, there's a few empty cages. And on to the one side, there is four or five cages with the missing children in them. 
You'll be gonna go right over there. You will also notice that there are a few doors from other tunnels that lead into this room. Screw those other doors going over to the children. Thank you, please. (laughs) (laughs) And as she approaches the children, that is where we're going to end for the night. Because we're at 45 minutes. I'm nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wonderful, fantastic listeners. If you support the show, leave a review on your pod listener of choice. And share with your friends. Or maybe give us a follow on social media at Fates Rest and use the hashtag Fates Rest to get us wrapped up in even more shenanigans. Check out the description box below for a link to our Discord and other handy dandy things, as well as see the cool fun credits for the music and sound effects we've used this episode. And, oh my gosh, thank you so so much for tuning in this for this week's episode. Uh, we super appreciate your listening ears. Anyway, love you, bye!